I'm speaking tonight on what I call the power of expectation. Now, Isaiah chapter 45, verse 23. The Bible says, I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. What swearing are they going? He said, the word has gone out of my mouth. It shall not return. He said, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness. And shall not return, comma, that unto me every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall surely shall one say, in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. That's what he's talking about. So when God's word goes up forth, anybody that believe in that word, you must swear by saying when opposition comes against you when there are all sorts of challenges and limitations and manipulation you stand and you raise your hand and you said that surely in the lord i have righteousness and strength he said when somebody makes this kind of proclamation when we say somebody is swearing, what we mean is that the person is appealing to something that is greater than the person. It says, look at it. Even to him shall men come. When that opposition comes against you and then you open your mouth to swear by God, that my dependence is of God. That give me verse 23. I have sworn by myself the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Next verse. Surely shall one say, In the Lord have I righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come. Anybody that makes this statement, when somebody swears that the Lord is my righteousness and my strength. When the Bible says when God could not find anything greater than himself to swear, he swore by his word. So God elevated his word and said that I, see, I am bound by this word because even me, God, I depend on my own word. He said, even to him shall men come and all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed. Sir, look at the scripture very well. I'm going to stay there. When a, a difficulty comes and you stand and you make this proclamation, God is my strength. I may not have money now, but God is my strength. When, when there's all sorts of incantations and, and imaginations of men and sorceries of men, and all these things are going on against your life, a man who will say that God is my righteousness. In other words, my right standing is of God. In other words, what makes me right? What gives me an advantage and an upper hand is God. He says when a man stands on the authority of God's word to say that statement, he says even to that man, men shall come. What does it mean? Help will come. He says, and those who were incensed against him, those who were having the contention, God says surely they shall be ashamed. 
when you shall say in the lord have i righteousness and strength when you shall say in the lord when i started this church somebody said daniel omren wasi no copper classroom being now sorry now you who know mobile and i'm saying you who me mobile name to me one of our muscle our muscle or yeah sorrow at least i would tell then i went to god i said god you are my strength and righteousness when i knelt down i began to pray the lord said to me i give you speed in a fast paced world that will change my life forever because there's a grace on this church it's a graceful speed things work fast 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 i share my testimony with you today two days ago i went to the construction site no yesterday and i called the guys to bring in latrite i said how many i said two trip hello i didn't have nothing but in the lord have my righteousness you see there are many of us we make decisions based on how much we have in our bank account he says the person who says the lord is my righteousness and my strength unto that man shall men come he said even to him shall men come sir can i tell you something so they brought their things to the side and then they asked me where's the money i said ah you just brought it in the night you know today's a holiday who is giving money tomorrow why because in the lord is my strength and righteousness i went somewhere today the money that will pay for the stones was the exact amount of money that they blessed me with without opening my mouth to speak why (laughs) because when i told him that they had not yet invited me but unto that man who shall say the lord is my righteousness god says my word has gone out i have sworn in righteousness my word has gone out it shall not return the word is sent and unto the man that shall say the lord is my even to him shall man come see the secret of men is in their stories when a man would say in the midst of difficulty the lord is my righteousness and strength the bible says that those who were are angry against him they shall be ashamed number one number two men shall come to do what to aid you to do what to help you to do what to supply what you need to do what to let you know that god is surely your strength but now i am seeing the scripture that i have sworn by myself the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow in other words i will do something for you that you will bow unto me every knee will bow he says and every tongue will swear in other words unto me when i send my word every tongue must swear by my strength we are supposed to swear by the strength of God. What does it mean? Do you know there are some places they say, no swearing, no swearing, no swearing. What does it mean? Don't use certain words. 
So when I was going, I would say, me come in my mind. And then you know you are lying. And then they tell you that, so someone can enter all my mind. No, I can say, oh, me come in my mind. I'm turning it. God is saying, don't use my name in vain. It didn't mean we should not use his name. No, no, listen to me. God said, don't use my name in vain. It didn't mean don't use my name. In other words, I stand on the authority of God's word in the midst of difficulty. And I use the name of God by saying, the Lord is my righteousness and strength. The Bible says, when I utter, he says, that man who utters that word, he says, surely shall one say. The differentiation factor is in what you say because you are expecting the righteousness of God to be revealed to you from grace to grace. The Bible says, and herein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So if the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, then the, the level of the faith that you pray must not be stagnant. You only know one thing. The Bible says, when you open your mouth to say, the Lord is my righteousness and strength. Unto you shall men come. Unto you shall men. Which men? Prepared people. There are people God has prepared. He says, unto you shall those men come. I said that. What did I get? What I needed. Exactly. And I didn't have money. I went with Pastor J to the site and we were talking. Then he said something. I said, sir, I keep telling you that in this site, money is not a problem. So when you are dreaming, don't dream with a limitation. Because you are not the one who bankrolls it. Neither is it me. The Bible says, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. The problem of the church is that we don't know that the wider you open, the more they feel it. What it means is God says, I don't determine how much I put into your mouth. You determine. Hallelujah. Brian Tracy, in his book, Maximum Achievement, said, Positive expectations are the mark of the superior personality. What it means is anybody that will operate on a higher level than ordinary people, you must have a positive expectation. And the Bible is telling me that when people are complaining, I say, the Lord is my righteousness and strength. Why did the word of God use the word Lord? The word Lord comes from two words. In ancient times, they used Lord to mean owner of slaves. Number two, the word Lord means possessor of lands and territories. So you have Lord of Cornwealth. What it means is that he's the owner or the possessor of Cornwealth. He says that wherever you are, when people are contending with you, ha. He says those who are incensed against you, those who have purpose in their heart that you, you will see shame. Those who have said that you will never marry. Those who have said you will get the promotion for us to see. He says that those kinds of people, you say, when they speak, you say the Lord is my 
righteousness and strength in other words in other words the 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 sovereign strength of god is that which i lean on he says when you say that men shall come he says unto you shall men come in other words there are men that are waiting to come to your rescue but this man would only be activated because you have activated the name of the God who owns the lands and the territories. Amen. Listen to me, Faith Life Church. Out of this church will rise up millionaires. Amen. I am not saying millionaires will come and join this church. I'm saying out of this church will rise up. Amen. Why? Because the Lord is my righteousness and strength. You see... J.K. Chesterton said, There is one thing which gives radiance to everything. It is the idea of something just around the corner. He says there's one thing that gives radiance to everything. It is the idea that there's something just at the corner. What does it mean? It means that when you are expectant, all of a sudden glory and honor starts coming to you. He says everything starts lighting. Do you know as long as a lady is single and has no boyfriend, no man asks her out? The day a man will become serious, all of a sudden it looks like a floodgate is open. All sorts of people will start coming in. Because now you have a positive expectation. And so all of a sudden you begin to glow. And when you begin to glow, because of the radiance on you, people begin to come towards you. Child of God, as long as you feel disadvantaged, marginalized, limited, stigmatized, terrorized, and criticized. You will live in abject poverty even though the promises of God are made available unto you. That's why you can go to a church and there are some people that their face look that they baptize them with. Thank you. Someone say the power of expectation. As long as you are expecting problems, you have problems. Hear me. There are many of us, the challenge we have is that we use our brain to calculate too much where the source will come from. You are not God's source. You don't determine where to come from. The scripture says... If you observe the wind, you will not sow. C.S. Lewis said, True faith is never found alone. It is accompanied by expectation. How many of you are enjoying what I'm preaching? Am I preaching good? True faith does not work alone. It does not. It is never found alone. It is always accompanied by expectation. You cannot tell me you have faith and you don't expect at the age of four years, I started expecting that the woman I'll marry will be very blessed. I used to wonder who, who, who will marry me because I'll be very great at the age of four. I was staying in my auntie's house. Nobody respected me at the age of four. I believe. Someone said, I believe. See, child of God. See, I, I remember in class three. They were preaching about Daniel. Is it kindergarten or class three? One of the, these two classes, one. They were preaching about Daniel. I said, ah, one day I'll be great like Daniel. The Bible says, Daniel purpose in his heart that he will not defile himself. That was why I made the decision I'm not going to sleep with any girl. Did I tell you people that the first time I kissed a girl, I collapsed? I vomited. Did I tell you? Yes, yes. I had anxiety attack. 
child of God. Why? My expectation is that I'm going to be great. That one day I'll be on TV and I don't want another lady to use me as a statistic. Child of God, see, your faith must have a commensurative expectation. You understand what I'm saying? When I have faith in God, there's a commensurative attitude and expectation. You see, there must be an alignment between how I expect and my attitude because I know it will come to pass. When I started the building that I built by the special grace of God, the money I had was 20,000. Yet I went to the architect as if I was a millionaire. I said, Madam, I need a double volume hall. Hello? Mm. So I said, mm. I said, I need a lobby. I said, give me a car garage. I say, two car garage, give me two. What, what am I saying? I am speaking for that which will manifest. My faith has not activated a certain level of appetite and expectation. Because God said, when I declare that he is my righteousness and strength, unto me shall men come. Yeah. Am I helping somebody? Yes. You see, there are many of us, that's our problem. It is not education that we, we use to prosper in this life. Education is good, but education doesn't prosper a man, sir. It is the favor of God that activates expectation. The scripture says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. And so when you have no expectation, please, what do you want? Anything. Me. Me start Number one. Number two. Number three. What's it? It's plenty. Why is the pool of Bethesda? When Jesus asked him, Do you want to be made whole? You know, I don't have anybody. Every time there's a quickening of the water, there's no specific. The Bible says, If you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into, not the desert, the sea, and shall believe in your heart that the things that you have spoken to or you've asked you shall receive it the bible says it shall be given unto you it shall be granted unto you it shall be released unto you why because when you say the lord is my righteousness on strength he says unto you shall men come number one and those that are incensed against you they shall be put to shame. In other words, no matter the agitations and what is going on, it's not now that you're going to do fire. You see, people with true faith always expect something from God. We have to constantly be expecting something from God. Child of God, don't just pray. Pray expecting. Give me Psalm 5 verse 3. After that, you give me Psalm 62 verse 5. My voice shall die here in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and I will look up. In the morning, what do I do? I look up. What does it mean? I'm expectant. Give me a different translation. In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will prepare a prayer and a sacrifice for you, and watch and wait. He's what? Watching and what is he waiting for? For God to speak to him. He says, every morning you hear me at it again. Every morning I will lay out the pieces of my life on your altar. 
and watch for fire to descend. What a word. Child of God, I come expecting, I dress expecting, I walk expecting, I smell expecting. Give me a new living translation. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I'll bring my request to you and wait expectantly. I'm waiting expectantly. Child of God, God has been waiting on you to act. God has been waiting on you to take the step. God has been waiting because you prayed to him. He expects that you will expect him to act when you move. When we say amplify, we are saying that God is waiting for you to step out there so that he can order your steps. For it is written, the path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter on to a perfect morning if you don't move the perfect morning will never come i hear in my ear there is a day of transitioning for everyone and that day comes when there's a change of mindset your expectation is that which draws things onto you but until you expect nothing will happen whenever we say that we have a guest speaker the whole room gets full because their expectation is that it is the person who is going to tell them what they must do so that abracadabra they will become can i tell you something it doesn't work that way i am your shepherd it is what i feed you that you become yeah if i feed you with superstition all of you suspect everybody if I feed you with faith, you will achieve things that will blow people. See, a man of God came to this and he says, Osovo, what I see for you is that your church will not be such a super big church, but it will be a church filled with quality, influential people. Hello? This is the church you belong to. It is my expectation that you will be a daring Christian. You will dare to do great things for God. You will not let fear immobilize you. You will not let fear cripple you. You will not let fear limit the expression of your destiny. My name is Pastor Daniel Yawenchi. I am your prophet. I don't need to use the title prophet to operate because I'm in a what somebody say what a word now let's go to psalm 62 verse number five let all that i am wait quietly before god for my hope is in him give me a different translation my soul wait wait thou only upon god for my expectation is from him no wonder david did great things for god he said my expectation is from him i'm expecting I may be starting from a low level. <laughs> but from victory on to victory. You see, we don't wait passively. We wait with expectation. You see, if there's any bondage, if there's any sickness, if there's any limitations on your life, expect deliverance, expect healing expect provision expect transformation expect joy if there be any form of bondage 
expect freedom. If there be any form of sickness or disease, expect healing. If there be any form of change of level, expect transformation. You must expect. And you align your confession with it. As long as I live a calculated life, unbedding me. I am not saying that just live your life haphazardly. I don't. But if you don't create room for God to operate in your own life, then where can where where would God be? If you can only plan with things that you can do with your own strength, then where is God in your life? I don't do things that I have money for. I do things that I expect God to do for me. If your faith says no, as long as you hold on to your expectation, God will answer. Psalm 34 verse 10. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Is it in the Bible? The young lions lack food and grow hungry, but they who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Next verse. Young lions on the floor get hungry, but God's seekers are full of God. What it means is as long as I'm seeking God. See, if I were you, I'll talk to God. God, I'm expecting you to let me get pregnant this year. If this year comes to an end and I don't get pregnant, next year you'll give me twins. If next year comes to an end and you have not given me the child, the following year you give me triplet. And it shall be based on what? And I'll be telling people the conversation I've had with you. So when you see people, you tell them. You know, I told God last year to give me a child. He didn't give me, so I've told him this year. You can give God pressure. And you see, we don't do it. Forget about what everybody is saying. When you will not take no for an answer, God will say yes. See, church, I want everybody here to be so expectant. To be what? Jesse Duplanty said, anybody can live a boring, faithless, low expectation life. Anybody can live a boring, faithless, low expectation life. But God has called you to be braver than that. Always remember that as a believer, you will do more. Have more from God if you first believe more. If you believe less, then you would do less and have less. You have to believe for more. I'd like you to close your eyes. It's time to pray for yourself. It's time to believe for more, Lady Irene. You have to believe for more. Until this, you have to believe for more. Until this, wanted the student to have scholarship. All of them. One year, you had three scholarships. It's, just, it's, it's even in Forex. <laughs> Close your eyes and pray. Believe for more. It begins by believing for more.